0: Hello, and welcome to Meditations from Middle Earth. My name is Strider, and I'm a Christian worker here in where I call Middle Earth. We love to meditate on God's Word, and He's given us so many unique and rich experiences here in Middle Earth, and I'd like to share those insights with you here on Meditations from Middle Earth. Today we're going to continue to pursue the work of contemplative prayer, contemplation. Uh, we're going to begin with our Lexio Divina, the reading of the Word, or divine reading. We're going to move into a time of meditation and I'd like to take some time uh, today to talk about different methods of meditation that we can apply. And uh, then we want to move to a time of prayer and then uh, let that move us into a time of contemplative prayer or sitting in the presence of God and um, allowing him uh, to be present with us and speak into our life in that way. So uh, let's begin with um, the Lexio or the uh, Divine Reading. We're going to be uh, starting here in Uh, Matthew chapter 5 again, uh, last time we did verse 3, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And uh, verse 4 says, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. So as I read that and I think, Uh, Maybe the words leap off the page or God just highlights them to me in a way that I hadn't thought about them before. And I realize that this is a message from him for me today. And so I think, wow, I want to pay attention to that. I want to meditate on that. So what are some methods of meditation that I could apply here? And uh, one, of course, is just that I might repeat these words Uh, over and over again, uh, trying to get them into my mind and heart. I might say, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. And I read that, and I think, wow, mourn. That's an odd thing to say. Blessed are those who mourn. We don't usually think of people who mourn as being blessed. In fact, we're thinking they're mourning precisely and because they're not blessed today and yet jesus is approaching us with these words and they're and i'm thinking mourn okay and so i want to repeat that over and again Uh, blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted and i put that in my head in my mind in my heart and i um I meditate. I just repeat those words driving other things out of my mind and allowing those words to percolate in my mind. And then once I do that a few times maybe have the verse memorized uh, and then I'm going to want to uh, uh, move on to uh, some other methods of, of meditation. And sometimes, uh, I, I don't know about you, some people can sit very quietly um, and comfortably for a long time uh, I can't all the time honestly um, I, I just I have a lot of energy if I've had two cups of coffee in the morning and now I'm ready to bounce around and sitting in the chair I can't really concentrate or uh, sitting in the chair I, um, I find myself sleepy <laughs> and um, um, and I'm thinking well maybe I need to get a third cup of coffee Or maybe I just need to get up and move around and move my blood and get that blood circulating through my head and so I'll often walk uh, pace the room uh, back and forth and around the furniture Um, or uh, a lot of people are able to go on walks outside I honestly struggle with that personally Um, if I go walking outside I begin to think about the things that are outside You know, I'm walking down the street, I'm paying attention to the other people there, I'm paying attention to the buildings and the trees and the things that are going on around me, and I lose the thread of what I'm meditating on pretty quickly, unfortunately. I I wish I was the kind of person who could uh, meditate uh, better outside walking. Perhaps if uh, I was in a forested area uh, and I could just walk through the trees, then that would be um, less distracting for me. I've, I've experienced that in the past, but in my current location I'm in a city and the city is busy and I, my mind is too busy and so I end up pacing in my living room and uh, walking back and forth and around the furniture and I have a little figure of eight pattern that goes around our table and around um, um, our couch and the chairs and I just walk and walk and walk. And um, and and in doing that, it just clears my mind, and I'm able to concentrate on what is the Lord saying to me through these verses. And um, the last thing I'll bring to you in the in the concept of um, meditation is that sometimes we're very distraught. Um, or we're experiencing a lot of stress, uh, maybe at work or in family, maybe we've broken relationships, uh, maybe we're facing a deadline or, um, or some critical thing that's happening in our life, and, um, and we just can't get any peace. Um, and, we, and, and because we can't get any peace, we can't concentrate on what the Lord is saying to us. And when that happens... Um, one of my favorite meditation practices is called the quiet center. and this is a this is a way that you use your imagination. Uh, our imaginations are um, um, corrupted in the fall and we end up imagining um, uh, all kinds of things uh, that are not good for us. Um, but if you would tame that imagination and control it, And uh, use it for God's glory. This is what it's intended for. And um, uh, one practice that's just been so helpful to me over the years is going to your quiet center. So you're, you're in a stressful situation in your life because of a variety of reasons. And you find yourself unable to concentrate. And so you close your eyes. And... You go to a place where you were at peace and alone and still. For me personally, when I was uh, 16 years old, I was walking through the woods and um, my my father was in the Air Force. We lived on a base and uh, there were woods adjacent to the base and I walked into those woods and I got lost (laughs) and I wandered for hours in those very thick dark woods for hours and hours and was quite stressed and um, I I couldn't get my bearings to find my way back because I couldn't see the sky or the sun the the woods the forest was so thick um, and it was so dark and I um, just became more and more uh, stressed out in my situation and then and then all at once I came into a clearing and uh, wasn't very big probably half the size of a football field and as I came into this clearing the Sun was streaming down into the center of the clearing and there were a bunch of short fir trees almost like Christmas trees and there were some beautiful flowers growing on the mound around the middle of this clearing where these Christmas trees were growing and I went And I sat down in the sun and it was such a joy and a relief to me to be in the light after having been in the darkness and lost for hours. Uh, Shortly after that, I did find another path and I got out of there and I was able to get myself back home. But sitting there in that place at that time was a joy to me. And often if I'm stressed out, I'll go back to that place. I'll walk in my mind down the path that leads out into that clearing and I'll go sit on the grassy knoll among the flowers with the sun coming down on my uh, face and feel God's presence, God's warmth, God's love and just quiet myself and stay there in my mind and in my imagination. This is called the prayer of the quiet center and sometimes when you're stressed out this is a nice way of um you know find that place in your history um that that you are calm and peaceful and alone and quiet and go there and sit there a while and then see if the words that you have been meditating on or trying to meditate on don't come alive for you and um so those are some meditation practices that I regularly use. Since, uh, and I hope uh, during the course of this series, I'll be able to bring some more to you. Uh, but honestly, the walking meditation and the prayer of the quiet center are, honestly, these are my two favorite, um, two favorite practices. Now, let's look at, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Again, we're struck with the concept of being blessed and the paradoxical, at least from a worldly standpoint, of those who mourn. Uh, so we're blessed. We're, we're, we're um, given grace by God. We're especially uh, touched by him and empowered by him if we are those who mourn what does that mean to mourn? You know, when we think about mourning, we think about people who are very sad because of some tragedy or difficulty that they're facing in their life. Maybe they've lost a loved one. Maybe they've lost a job or um, they're in some kind of financial position. Maybe they've, um, going through a time of breakup with a friend or even a spouse and, um, and the life that they were hoping to have is now crumbling around them. And you're supposed to look at those people and mourn with them, and that's difficult. And what we often do with this, I I think of all the Beatitudes, And when we look at poor in spirit, and mourning, and meek, and hungering, and thirsting for righteousness, being merciful, of all these, I think mourning is most difficult for us. And the reason I think that is that we just have such an aversion to feeling this level of sorrow with somebody else, or even with ourselves, you know we fool ourselves so often we're we're in a difficult situation and we think and people ask us how we are and we say we're fine. We're fine, we don't need any help. We don't want to be those who need help, which reminds me of course of Poor in spirit. We don't want to be ones who are poor in spirit. We want to be the ones who are rich and giving to others and teaching others and leading others. We don't want to be the ones who need others' help. And this aspect of mourning, so mourning for our own sins, our own suffering, our own sorrows. It when we admit to the Lord, yeah, we're those people we're the one. It's me, Lord. It's me who is suffering. It's me who has made some really poor choices in my life. And now I'm bearing the consequences by, with broken relationships or difficult finances or whatever sin I've let creep into my life and is now uh, giving, uh, I'm having to pay a heavy cost for that. I've lost opportunities to serve others or minister to others because of the ways that I've betrayed, I've been dishonest, I've been wrong. And I mourn that. And when I mourn that, I'm admitting to the Lord that I need help. And he can come to me and he can help me. It says, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. The Lord comes to me and he's present with me when i'm honest with him transparent with him open to him but i think we want to take it a step even further than that though blessed are those who mourn i think we need to mourn with others as well and again just like we do with ourselves we do with others we insulate ourselves from the pain and so that when we're confronted with a friend who's made a bad choice, and we're like, "You made that terrible choice, and now you're suffering the consequences," and where's our sense of mourning? You know, we don't mourn with them. We're blaming them. We're heaping shame and guilt upon them, not uh, in, in not because we care about them, but because we're protecting our own hearts from their pain we're insulating ourselves instead of embracing them and loving them we're keeping them at arm's length and saying oh you did this this is your fault and even when it wasn't objectively their fault i think about all the wrongs and injustice in the world and how often do we blame the victim it just seems like we do that all the time it's just easier to blame the victim And therefore, if the victim is at fault, then they've brought this upon themselves, and I don't have to do anything about it, and I don't have to feel bad about it. And so if we're talking about racial injustice, and we're trying to think of ways where that race of people have just really messed up, how do they put themselves in that position? They should just pull themselves up by their own bootstraps and move on. You know, don't expect me to do something about that or to care about your situation. We do this with um with people who are vulnerable, with women and children in our society who, who get abused in all kinds of ways, all kinds of ways where people who are not in power are abused by those who are in power, and we come in and we blame the victim. Well, if they had just done this, if that woman had just dressed differently, if um, those parents had just protected those children better, if, 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 The victim would have just behaved differently. This terrible thing wouldn't have happened, and I wouldn't have to feel bad about it. And we insulate ourselves from feeling bad when the Lord is calling us to mourn. He's calling us to care. He's calling us to open our hearts and become transparent in these difficult situations, in all the ways that people suffer injustice through others actions and honestly through their own actions sometimes it is their fault but even when it's their fault they should mourn that and we should mourn with them so in all the ways that we want to throw rocks at others and say you sinner you deserve well yeah they do deserve but do we want what we deserve Or are we looking for the blessing of God? That's what what Jesus is bringing here in in his kingdom speech here in Matthew 5. Blessed are you if you're this kind of person. And in this case, in verse 4, it's blessed are those who mourn. It's the one who opens his heart and is willing to suffer and to be wounded to experience the pain that others experience, and to experience the pain that I bring on even myself through my own bad choices. And when I'm honest and open about that pain with myself and with others, and I'm transparent, then Jesus says, you will be comforted. Then we can experience the presence of God because we're open. And I want you to think about this as I meditate on this idea of being open, to others grief and pain and it reminds me of Adam and Eve in the garden what was the original sin where they they were told not to eat the fruit of the tree and they ate the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and that tree was poison to them and the first thing that was resulted in was that they hid from God and we've been hiding ever since Jesus comes to us and he says Not blessed are you if you're perfect and whole and can stand before God with a clean conscience and say, here I am, Lord, pay attention to me because I'm so wonderful. That's not one of the blessed's here. (laughs) In fact, the blessed is blessed are those who mourn. He's saying to Adam and Eve in the garden, come out of hiding. Mourn for the mistakes and the wrongs that you've done. Mourn for the wrongs that have been done to others. Be open. Come out from hiding and be open and vulnerable. And yes, it will be painful, but I'll be here and I will comfort you. So let's move to a time of prayer and then I want to move to a time of contemplative prayer. And contemplation so in prayer I want to say Lord Jesus I hide in so many ways I hide because of my sin I hide because of my selfishness I do things that I don't want others to know about because I'm embarrassed for my own shame I do things that are thoughtless and selfish and Lord I'm sorry for that I don't want to come out from hiding I want to mourn those things that I've done. And I ask you to come and mourn with me. And Lord, as I think about my friends, my neighbors, the people that you've called me to come and live among, and all the ways that they're hiding, and all the ways that they suffer, and all the ways that they've hurt each other and themselves, and Lord, I mourn for them. Not because I'm looking down upon them, but because... They're with me, <laughs> all of us in our brokenness. And I ask you to come and sit with us and mourn with us and bring us comfort. For we long to be comforted by your presence. Amen. Now, let's move to a time of sitting with the Lord. And again, I'll read those verses from Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20, and then when I knock, we'll take 30 seconds. And you can pause this recording and take longer than 30 seconds. But on this recording, we'll take 30 seconds and we'll just sit in the presence of the Lord. So Jesus says, Listen, I am standing at the door knocking. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come into you and eat with you and you with me. (knocking) Open the door. Now let's say the words of the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who are in heaven, holy is your name. May your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those whose trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory now and forever. Amen. This has been Meditations from Middle Earth. May God be your ever-present teacher and richly bless you on your journey.